Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Let's go to the book of Colossians and we'll take a look at it there. In the second chapter of the book of Colossians, verse 13, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, have he made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Now, but, but forgiveness, it didn't stop with forgiveness. Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Nailing it to the cross. Nailing it to the cross. Now you notice this. It didn't say, it, it, it didn't, now, what did he say over in the book of Isaiah? I even I am he that blotteth out your transgressions. Now under that old covenant, to blot out meant to cover it, get it out of sight with the blood of animals that represented the blood of Jesus. Now, in that case, that is atonement. The word atone means to cover for. Now, I know it's used in the, in the King James Version of the New Testament, but it's translated two different ways. It's translated in one place, atone, and another place to reconcile. And reconciliation is a New Testament word. Now, what happened in the New Testament? It's right there. It didn't blot out the transgression. It blotted out the handwriting. The ordinance. Man, it wiped out the note. The note don't just say paid. The note is blank. Are you listening to me? I mean, the blood of Jesus blotted out the whole thing wiped it completely out. And if you will allow him to do so, he'll do the same thing to your memory. He'll do the same thing to your consciousness. Go to Hebrews chapter 10. George, get your preaching shoes on. There's some place we need to go here. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices, which they offered year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. For then, for then would they not have ceased to be offered because the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sin, should have had no more sin consciousness. You're not thinking about sin all the time. You're not thinking about, I wish I could break this habit. You're not thinking about all that. No, no, you're thinking about my sins have been blotted out. Glory to God. I'm thinking about this covenant. I'm thinking about this covenant. I'm thinking about this covenant. Glory be to God. You just keep confessing that covenant. You keep confessing my sins have been blotted out. 
And every time you get an, uh, an urge to smoke another cigarette, I know what that's like. I mean, I, I enjoyed smoking. I, I mean, I, man, I was into it big time. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Stinking all, man. I liked it. <laughs> and, but man, I got born again and I didn't want that anymore. And I'm wanting to get rid of this. Man, you know, it's hurting. I, man, I don't like to do this. I, just don't, I don't like this at all, man. And I'd get all upset about them, quit this forever and throw them out the window. And I so broke, I didn't have money enough to buy anymore. And I'd go two or three blocks and drive back down there and see if I could find them. And I'm walking around out there in the weeds looking for them cigarettes. And I think, boy, you're the biggest fool that ever lived. <laughs> Why, why? I got under condemnation over it. Therefore, there is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. But you get, you, you get into this place and it, the way that that deliverance came, I got into a meeting where they were preaching the word of faith. I got into that meeting, glory to God. And, and, and I, when I pulled up there, I thought, I stuck that pack of cigarettes up over the sun visor and I won't go into all, all the details, but I, I knew some, some of these preachers and so forth. And I thought, well, you know, I, I, I don't want to be carrying them cigarettes in there. So got under the word, got under the word. And, and I'd been there for a couple of weeks. And a fellow came up to him and he said, Copeland, you ought to have your wife here. Glory ought to be here. Well, the reason she wasn't because I didn't have enough money to bring her down there. And, and he gave me the money. He said, get in the car and go get glory and bring it up. I said, yeah, give it here. And so I got my stuff, put it in the car, went out there and got in the car and, said, and there's that pack of cigarettes. And I said, look at you. <laughs> I never thought of it one time. See, I didn't quit. The word of faith separated me. <laughs> I didn't quit smoking. Smoking quit me. <laughs> Why? I didn't have my mind on that sin. Amen. And so I knew it's just gone. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, I, I, I've never done this on, on, on smoking, on, on other things, yes. But you can do this. I, you remember I told you, get this, the covenant has something to say about this. Everything you do, everything you think all day long, get your mind on that covenant. God loves me and he said something about this and he's given me everything he has and I'm going to receive this right here. Now. And I, I've seen this in, in two different cases. You know, th yeah, maybe three, but where I, I'll just use one case where, um, a young man came to Keith Moore and Keith then was telling me about it. And, and then I also heard him in, in a teaching session referred to. And he told me, he said, I, I can't quit this. No, he said, now, will you do what I tell you to do? He said, yeah. He said, I mean, now, will you do what I tell you to do? Yeah. He said, don't you ever utter with your mouth again, I can't quit this. Don't you ever say it again absolutely longest day you live. Don't you ever, ever say it again. Give me your word right now. And he covenanted with him. I'll never say that again. Now he said, next time uh, the urge comes and you're going to smoke a cigarette, 
I said, you, you, you get that package of cigarettes out and you say, thank you, Lord. I'm going to smoke this cigarette to the glory of God. <laughs> and he said, you, and when you put it in your mouth, you say, glory, I'm going to smoke this cigarette to the glory of God. You understand? <laughs> and, 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 and then he said, and then when you, when you light it, he said, you say, Jesus, I'm smoking this cigarette to the glory of God. And then he said, when, you know, what, and, and then you take a drag off of it, blow your, well, Keith, in that, I made this up. Blow your smoke ring. He said, Jesus, that smoke ring is for you. I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> and so he did it. He did it. And he said, it just wasn't any time at all that he reached in there. And he, got, he said, Jesus, I'm, uh, I ain't going to do that anymore. <laughs> he threw it away. See, he'd already been forgiven 2,000 years ago. Grace provided it. Now here, 2,000 years later, faith is connecting with it and bringing it home. Now, go with me to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Brother George, would you come up, please? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And let's look here. I'll tell you what let's do. Look at two places. Since we're in the book of Hebrews, let's look in Galatians chapter three there, and then we'll go to Deuteronomy 28. Another thing that I, I, I just, oh my, to, to be free from sin consciousness, you need to develop a righteousness in Christ consciousness. You need to call yourself that a lot. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God. And you, and you go to the, go to the scriptures and you say, thank God. Oh, thank God. I have been made the righteousness of God in you, Lord Jesus. And I receive my righteous place with you. Now, what are you doing? Every time you do that, you're shining off your breastplate. Oh yeah. All of a sudden we got armor in on this deal, right? <laughs> Amen. Put yourself every time. I mean, demand of your thinking. Every time you pick up this book, this is my covenant with God. This is, this is my Bible. Yes, but it's my covenant. It's the articles of my covenant. Amen. If you, if you had a, 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 a high priced insurance policy on your property and a storm came through there. And before the storm got away, a fire came through there. And before the fire got done, the thieves came through. I mean, you get hit from every side. You're going to be reading that policy. How much does this thing cover? Amen. Well, that's a covenant with an insurance company. This is a covenant with almighty God. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, 
Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, the curse of the law was the curse for breaking now, I'm going to use a little different word here. It's exactly the same thing, and it, and it is used uh, interchangeably. It was the curse for breaking covenant with God in the old covenant. The, the curse, the punishment. Well, if you broke it, you stepped out of that covenant protection and the curse just sitting there waiting on you. I mean, the minute you stepped out there, oh man, I mean, the devil just put one on you. He's waiting on you. Long as you were over here obeying God, doing what he said and doing things his way. Uh, the 112th Psalm says, blessed is the man who delights greatly in the law of God. Greatly blessed, greatly blessed. Why? He's in the blessing. He's, he's, he, he's in covenant with God. And he, he takes great pleasure in that covenant. But the moment you get out of it and out of the protection of it, the curse is everywhere. It's, it's there just waiting on you. Now, the difference between the old covenant and the new, the new covenant is between God, the Father, and the resurrected man, Jesus. Amen. Now get this now. The two of them are in everlasting covenant with one another. Jesus was raised from the dead and God swore the new covenant to him. Amen. We accepted him as Lord and Savior, and that put us joint heir with him in that covenant. Yeah. Yeah. But now, we're walking in love. That's the, that's the New Testament law. That's the New Testament covenant law. Amen. Now, when you, when you break that, you get out of, out of love. It, this, I'm, I'm walking the love line here. And, and Jesus said it's a narrow way. Broad is a way to destruction. But you're walking in love, walking by faith. And all of a sudden you get mad at something. Now, you're, you're off that love line. What have you done? You've stepped out of your covenant protection and the devil just out there waiting on you with that same curse. <laughs> Amen. And what do you want to do? Oh, Jesus, I repent. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So see, you and I can't break the covenant. We can break fellowship with it, but the covenant is forever settled between God 
and your and my older blood brother, our blood brother, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that was a shout spot. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise God. Now I want us to see something in Deuteronomy 28. And uh, Pastor George was talking to me about this this morning and it went off in my spirit. The curse of the law is outlined. And one verse I want you to see in the 61st verse, every sickness, every plague, which is not written in the book of this law will come on you till you be destroyed. Now, that means every sickness and every plague, I don't care whether, if they find some yeah. kind of new disease, yeah. it's, still it's still under the curse and we are redeemed from it. Amen. Praise God, Amen. we're redeemed from it. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Hopigondus in the sixth degree or that hopigondus right. is rough. We're redeemed know. from yeah, it. Yeah, we're redeemed from that, <laughs> whatever it is. If they come up with some kind of, um, some kind of germ warfare thing, invent a new, new, um, bioweapon of some kind. No, it's covered. It's covered right there. Now, George, he mentioned here the curse of sicknesses mm -hmm. of long yeah. continuance. Yeah. Now the dangerous part of something that's been there a long time, um, you see yourself with it. You go to bed seeing yourself with it. You get up in the morning and see yourself with it. Yeah. Um, whatever the situation, if you've worn a, a, a brace on that leg for um, 10 years, you don't see yourself walking without the brace. If you've been confined to a, a chair or some other <laughs> kind of device for any length of time, you, you begin to see yourself, every, every time you close your eyes, you see yourself in that chair or in that bed or with that brace on or, 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 or whatever it is. Now, and, and people that have been given a terminal diagnosis begin to see themselves dead. And you need today on purpose. You begin to see yourself well. You begin to Thank see you, yourself free of this thing. You begin to see yourself. I, I don't right. care if all you can do is just take the arms of that chair and, and just scoot yourself up a little bit. Glory to God, this is the first Thank day. You, this is the first Praise day. God. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, 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 Amen. yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead, George. The, uh, the NEB translation, sicknesses, persistent and severe. Now the Revised Standard Version, I thought this was interesting. The curse will overwhelm both you and your offspring with severe and lasting afflictions and grievous and lasting maladies. Your offspring, children, children. You don't think about children having uh, long continuance of disease, but there's some children that are born that way. And what the Lord has been talking to me about is not putting up with it. Don't put up with it one more minute. You have to do what Gloria and I talked about on the broadcast not too long ago. You've got to have some 
bulldog faith. You got to have some bulldog faith. I was looking at this and I just, I made a couple of notes here about this. People acclimate to their condition. They give in, they get used to it. Some have tried everything and nothing has worked and they finally accept it. It just becomes a part of them. It becomes, whatever it is, becomes a part of them. They, they, they get used to it. Um, but you know, the Lord was talking to me. There's no statute of limitations where healing is concerned. There's never a cutoff point. Oh, you've had this for how many years? I'm sorry, you've crossed over. The policy does not cover you after 20 years. <clears throat> but that's the way we think. That's the way we think about that, or that's the way we thought. Um, Jesus healed anyone, anywhere, at any time, no matter how long the condition had been going on. And before we begin to minister to you, I just, I want to finish up with this. The Lord, the Lord started talking to me about this. Not just the, the long continuation of disease, but the Lord was talking to me about Age reversal, age reversal. Now, <clears throat> I, a couple of scriptures here that I'm going to tell you something. I looked up Psalm 91, 16, with a long life, will he satisfy you? Satisfy <clears throat> with a long life. That, that means living a life <clears throat> that's completely and totally free of sickness and disease. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Sickness does not, is not designed by God to accompany the aging process of a believer. Stop believing that lie. Stop it. And I looked up Genesis 6, 3, 120 years. I looked up Psalm 103, verse one through five. Your youth is renewed like the eagles. You need to be speaking that over yourself every day. My youth is renewed like the yes, eagles. I'm amen. strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. My youth is renewed like the eagles. <clears throat> I looked up Numbers 14, one, Caleb was 85 years old. When he said, I am as strong now as I was at age 40. Give me this mountain. That's the way we should be. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.